you want to learn that how do we form our perceptions of life, the way that we look at it, and how is it really formed? If that's something that you'd like to learn, that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing here in this very session today. Stay tuned in. This is Dr. Gopika Kumar, your communication and mindset coach, and I'm going to jump into this right away. So I'm going to be talking about here something very interesting and fascinating, that is, how is my perception formed? And my perception formed has a very deep, long-lasting impact on my emotions, you know, on how I perceive my life is going. Is it going good? Is it going bad? How am I perceiving those experiences? Is all based on how my perceptions are formed constantly. Now, how are these perceptions formed? These are based on very key concepts that I'm going to be taking up from the study of NLP, which means the Neuro Linguistic Programming. And many of us would have also heard this, but I'm going to take this up here as we refer to this as the WAC approach, the V-A-K approach. Now, to elaborate on this, the V here stands for visual experience, the A stands for auditory experience, and the K stands for kinesthetic experience, which means what we see, visual, what we hear, audio, what we feel, kinesthetic, all of these together form up to form those images that we perceive from our environment. And the way we perceive them from our environment is how we embed them back at the head, you know, back into our mind as feelings, as emotions, as experiences, as events. And all of them can be positive or negative. It can be neutral. And to decipher the distinction that how are we dividing them between positive and negative, I'm going to, you know, start illustrating them with a lot of, you know, personal examples and stories here as well. Now, let's understand, first of all, the WAC concept here, because this is going to help us to really stabilize our emotions over a period of time. Now, imagine if I look at something that I'm really wanting to have for a very long time. Now, you know, it could be my favorite food on the table and there is a visual imagery of it. But until and unless I've really touched it, it could be, you know, my favorite, let's say, you know, puri chane. And until and unless I've been able to touch it, you know, my mouth is not, you know, getting that feeling that I'd like to have it. But just by the visual imagery of it, I'd like to have it, right? We refer to these as creating experiences that are going to be positive, that this is what I'm seeing. And if I'm going to consume this, it's going to be a positive experience altogether. But having said that, when I was young, a similar kind of an experience used to happen with me where, you know, I was served with a dish called karela. And I'm sure many of us would have heard about this. And looking at a situation, same food item, and I'm looking at it, I haven't even had a chance to taste it. And today, in fact, by the way, I love it. If I look at, you know, a food item like Karela, back then, my visual imagery would say and send out a signal that, oh my God, this isn't something that you're supposed to be having because it should be dark in color, it used to be black in color, dark brown in color, and sometimes sewed up with, you know, all those threads together. And it was never a very visual, you know, an appealing image to me in my mind. What used to happen? I used to form up a negative perception about it without even having to taste it. So I've just given you a very two simple illustration that how are we forming our perceptions based on visual, auditory and kinesthetic. Similarly, we are forming our experiences based on 
all these three throughout our life. Let's say as a student, whenever we are experiencing a school physically, the infrastructure, we look at it and we say, yeah, this is good, this is not so good. So we are forming a positive or a negative perception based on the visual look of it. Auditory is where we are being able to hear the voices of my principal, of my teachers, of my, you know, all my colleagues and my friends who are speaking to me and I'm able to, you know, hear them out and that's my experience being created back in school. So if I'm having to remember a memory back in school, I could be having a host of different audio pieces. It could be maybe I'm standing outside a principal's room. It could also be I'm rejoicing at a school carnival. It could also be that I'm getting, you know, punished and I'm standing outside the room. It could also be an audio image where, you know, my maths teacher is asking me that why have you not submitted your work? Now, these are all different audio images and they're all sending you out into different experiences and emotions where you're experiencing it positively or you're experiencing it negatively, right? So we saw the difference between visual and audio and both of them equally creating positive and negative experiences thereby, thereby creating a completely different set of emotions in your being. And we want to learn that how are we going to be able to take a control on my visual and my auditory. But before we do that, let's first talk about the kinesthetic part of it. Now kinesthetic is an experience based model, right? So as a consumer, let's say that if I look at a mobile phone and I haven't even used it and as a consumer, I would like to buy a mobile phone. I go into a market and I'm exploring different kind of mobile phones until unless I've used it, I wouldn't really know the usage of it. And you know what are going to be my experience based on the usage. I thereby go across, ask a few salesmen, find out the prices, find out about the different experiences on what other people have had and then base my purchase on what really appeals to me visually at that point in time and maybe you know the feel and the touch of it. But it's only when I have experienced the mobile phone a few days later that I'll be able to create what I call as a series of my kinesthetic experience. Now kinesthetic is by experiencing. It's a combination of audio, it's a combination of visual, creating those feelings now with your audio and visual that all of that together, how is it that you have a long lasting memory now about it? Now that's kinesthetic experience. It could also be related to a situation if I was taking it back to school that you know a child is having a kinesthetic experience when they were involved in doing activities or debates or going out for sports and those are his experiences back from school or you know if I've had a kinesthetic experience until and unless I've had my you know chole puri I will not be able to create my audio experience into a kinesthetic experience. Now exactly like how we deciphered audio and visual into positive and negative we're also going to divide kinesthetic into positive and negative. School experiences can be positive can be negative. Food experiences can be positive can be negative. Buying a new mobile phone experiences can be positive, can be negative. Now, how is it that we are able to decipher these different experiences based on VAK for our life as much as it's in our hands? What do I mean by this? That Gopika, now I understand. We are forming our perceptions 
based on what we see, what we hear, what we experience, right? Yes, that's right. But you're also at the same time, while you're using your VAK, using three very interesting concepts. And I'm going to introduce them to you slowly, but it's very easy to understand on how we use them. So while we form our perceptions on what we see, what we hear, what we experience, based on what we want to experience, we delete what we don't want to see. We distort what we don't want to hear. And we generalize what we want to experience thereby. We refer to these as concepts of deletion, distortion and generalization. To simply put this across into a situation that if I'm going through a very difficult traumatic time in my business professionally, right? So audio wise, which means I can hear back voices of my clients in my head and you know, they're telling me that it's not been a great experience. There have been complaints about it. Kinesthetic, my experience of working with my clients, interacting with them, giving them various presentations. That entire experience, visual, auditory and kinesthetic hasn't been too good. So it's pretty negative. But when I use distortion, deletion and generalization, I would only want to keep those experiences in my mind that are probably bad or negative. It's not that all throughout my business has been going through all these series of losses. But at this time, I'm going to start generalizing and I'll say that, you know what, I haven't been able to make this work for myself. So I delete whatever I had been able to do good for my clients. I distort the entire information and say there has never been a time that I've been able to give a good pleasant experience. And I generalize that I've been doing it for a long time now. And not only that negative experience culminates in it being generalized, it just becomes a part of my long lasting perception. If that's not something that you'd like to happen with you and yourself, then here is what we really need to do. We need to learn to use the deletion, distortion and generalization concept to the limited capacity, which means whatever we are deleting out or distorting, has to be carefully thought of and paid attention to before we come to any generalized statement. And generalized statements could be that, you know, I have never liked to consume, you know, egg or non-vegetarian. It's like a generalized statement. I have never wanted to study mathematics as a part of my academics. It's a generalization. Or I've never been able to make myself as a success as, you know, a business coach. It's a generalized statement. You're creating a series of negative life experiences based on your WAC theory that we have discussed earlier. But what is true is that you can at the same time also create your positive stream of experiences using the same WAC experiences as well. So bank on this, use this to your benefit, use this to make yourself work in the direction so that you have good memories, good emotions and good feelings more than the bad ones. And use WAC in your spirit so that you're able to create better experiences for your emotional well-being. Do let me know on how this is going to turn out for you. Would love to hear back because this is a very integral concept for creating a long-lasting emotional well-being, right? So for your self-esteem, for your self-worth, this is Dr. Gopika Kumar, always present for you right there, signing off for the moment today.